Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Spirituality for the Non-Spiritual. I'm your host, Conscious Observer. Today we're going to talk a little bit about my spiritual journey and how did it even start. And I want to say it was just this wonderful spiritual experience. I would love to just share me having a vision and seeing something and all of a sudden it's just coming to me. But honestly, my spiritual awakening was probably the rudest thing that's ever happened to me. And (laughs) I say that and I laugh about it now because it's been a year, actually. Um since everything and I'm still still traveling on this journey I mean we all are basically this journey never ends and if you think it does and if you think that you have arrived at this spiritual destination my friend I don't want to say that you're not exactly right but I would like to say that maybe you should keep going so But I want to talk about the thing, you know, that that the thing that I started that started making me become or want to become a better person. So today's episode is going to be a little more personal than the other ones, but It kind of has to be, because I feel as though some people think that your spiritual journey has to start in this way, and I'm going to be honest with you, it is different for everyone, and how they awaken up is different, and what wakes them up is different. Everyone has this different trigger, basically, to wake them up, and it's just like, once it starts, it's just this snowball of just stuff. And it's a lot. However, thank you for joining me today. So, on with it. Alright, my spiritual journey started uh, 2019, last year. My spouse and I had moved to live together. Uh, We had been long distance and we decided to move in with each other to date. I know that sounds crazy, long distance for several years, and then you move in to date. But really, we were dating because we we knew that we wanted to be married to each other, but we just really wanted to have this trial run, essentially. Well, the trial run was not going very good. We were not communicating. Everything that he said, I took offense to it, so insecure. Everything that he was saying, I thought had a double meaning. There was just so much that I felt felt like I was really toxic. And I say that because I was terrible to my spouse. I mean, like, I said things, you know, I didn't think about. And I, I did things, not physically, but just did things that were just stupid and just didn't think about them. Here I am, moved away, and I'm supposed to be changing my mindset? But I didn't even know what to even do to even change my mindset, let alone even realize that I had to even change it to begin with. 
I just thought, I actually really thought, I believed that if I moved, that my unhappiness would literally be left behind. And I hate to break it to all of you, but it will follow you. It will follow you until you stare it in the face and go, how can I make you go away? So, my partner knew that I had some really hard times growing up. And that was just through the many disciplinary things that happened to me. And it made me the person that I am today. However, I did not, I did not rationalize. I didn't, I didn't stare my trauma in the face and go, you're here. You're making me do these things. Why? Because I didn't even think, I didn't even believe I was traumatized. I thought I was normal. I thought everyone was like this. <laughs> but, but, and it's true. Everyone is like this until they discover that they can be different. And then you want to be different. So my spouse decided to sign me up and him because he felt that we both needed to work on our ability to communicate. So he signed me up and us up for this self-awareness and mindfulness class. And in my head before I'm going to this class, I'm literally just rolling my eyes in the back of my head going, there's no fucking way. None of this is going to make sense. I don't appreciate being told that I have trauma. I don't appreciate being told that I have things that I need to work out. I mean, no, no I don't, I'm fine. I lived this way for so long. What I didn't know was that I was surviving. I was stuck in this survival mode without even knowing it. So when someone asks me, what started your spiritual journey? Fucking self-awareness, man. We got into that class. This lady started talking. And I just started listening. Really listening. And it just opened up this door that I had no idea was there. When we left that class, instead of me just shutting down and, and being like, there's no way I can use this in my actual daily life, I really thought about it. I thought about it so much and so often that I started dealing with my trauma without even knowing that's what I was doing. I was processing. I started talking about things that had happened to me that was abuse and I was told wasn't that I had to reconcile with myself and go okay well this happened no it was not okay yes I lived now I have to forgive for the fact that like I said in the first episode, you know, your parents, 
parents are just broken people too. And broken people only create more broken people and more brokenness. Uh, So long as those people's brokenness remains unfixed, it will translate itself into your life without it ever meaning to. It just accidentally happens that way. So, self-awareness and mindfulness. What is that? Well, the way that they had described it to me was that self-awareness was just being aware of you. (laughs) Being aware of why do I act like this? Now, for example, growing up, my brother and I, we would laugh and joke and my dad would get annoyed at that because he was a very serious man and because of that he it didn't transpose into being fun and playful with us kids so he used to yell at us to be quiet in the back seat for nothing and my brother and I we were just joking around and we would just look at each other and we would just go what the fuck we were just joking we were just having fun over time being silenced like that led to us having more quiet car rides it led to me not sharing my excitedness because I'm easily excitable and I love that about myself now I used to I used to dislike that about myself because of how my dad reacted to that in me. He silenced it. He, in a way, wanted me to be more mature about how I handled my happiness. But I was just a kid. And quite frankly, no one should have to put a hold or a pause or a curtain over their happiness. In fact, you should be spreading it around more. So having self-awareness and mindfulness, I know those words can be sometimes like triggering or very new age to some people, but those words have been around for a really long time. And there's a lot of teachings based upon self-awareness and mindfulness that have been around for uh, a while. So this isn't something new, it's just a tool that's been there that people are now finding helps. So, I mean, yes, did I feel uncomfortable with having to sit with my untransposed, with my undealt with trauma and realize and acknowledge that my trauma was trauma. What I basically did the therapy looking at it was I essentially went inside and I hugged and held my inner child and I just listened to my inner child talk about all the things that they had to hide and all the things that they never could say and I let them tell me I basically talked to me And it was through acknowledging all the stuff that I had to accept that even if I did bring all of this up, and we all know this, and this is why some of us have a hard time 
moving on and healing from our past is the fact that we just think that we are this way and they hurt us and they'll never understand. So I'm never gonna be able to heal. That's fucking wrong. I'm sorry. That's so wrong. Your healing is not based upon whether or not someone else can grasp and understand the detrimental value that they had towards your life. And sometimes, even with time passing and people growing, they still aren't going to acknowledge the pain that they brought you because acknowledging the pain that they brought you would mean that they made a mistake. And if your parents are incapable of admitting that they made a mistake with some of the things that they did while raising you, honey, sweetheart, you're gonna have such a hard time moving on. You have to realize that if they do even recognize, they're never gonna understand. And the only person that does is you. So if you don't heal, you know, heal for you. Heal for the fact that you deserve better for yourself. You deserve to be able to put this down into the grave and move on from it. You don't deserve to get tangled up with your past life and who you and how you were treated when you were a kid and how that's transposed into your adulthood. All of us have that. All of us, we either go through our trials and tribulations when we're younger, or we go through our trials and tribulations when we're older. For most of us, a lot of our trauma stems from childhood. A lot of our unhealedness comes from the inability to let go of the fact that one person is only needed for the healing process. You don't need to. If you have the other person acknowledge what they did, that's great, but you don't need it to move on. And you need to give yourself permission to do just that. It is so important. You are so important. You are valuable and you deserve to not live a life stuck in survival mode from childhood. You deserve a life full of peace and self-created happiness. So a year ago, I went to this self-awareness self and mindfulness class. And it just started me on this whirlwind journey of my past, what it's made me, and the fact that I am such a healed person. I am not as angry as I was. I have let go of so much that was just weighing me down. So I guess today's biggest message is sometimes it just takes something normal as self-awareness and mindfulness to project you onto this journey of self-discovery because it didn't 
for me, the self-awareness and the mindfulness, it only just created and snowballed into this big, beautiful, spiritual ball that it is now. I have realigned myself with who I used to be in high school. And I say that so proudly and happily because in high school, I remember that I used to support everyone. I used to listen to everybody. And it wasn't until other people brought awareness to my unhappiness with my parents, like the fact that I had this difficult upbringing and it continued into my high school years. Um, and a lot of people would just be like, wow, like, how? How can you, how? And I just look at them and I just, like, I just, I knew, I knew then that they were just people. I knew then that my parents were just people and that all the things that they did were just, it wasn't my fault. I knew that. And I allowed for other people's awareness of my non-awareness to bother me. And that, my friends, was how I got knocked off of my pedestal that I was at within my head of knowing me. And that's when I started questioning me and falling into the foothold of everyone else's ideas based upon what I am. And that's all I knew myself from, what everyone else thought of me. I didn't know me. And I lost myself for eight years. It's been a long, long journey, but I've welcomed myself home. And I couldn't be any prouder of myself. And I couldn't be any prouder of you for even listening and wanting and wanting to learn about this. I applaud you, please don't stop. You deserve to create happiness. You deserve that. You don't deserve to beat yourself up over your past traumas, over things that happened to you that were never your fault. We have to stop taking blame for other people's emotions. We have to stop taking responsibility for other people. You're not responsible for them. They're responsible for themselves. And you have to love them enough to show them that. You have to love them enough to tell them, hey, I love you, but you gotta love you too. I can't love you if you don't love you. So start, start, just start anywhere. Start with something. Start with mindfulness. Start with being self-aware. Start with asking yourself every day. When, when someone asks you something or responds away, that makes you feel insecure or makes you feel anything but anything good. Ask yourself, where did this come from? Why? Who did this to me before and now this trauma continues to unfold? If you're rocking on the conscious belief that, well, they were mean to me, so why should I be nice to them? No one ever forgave me. Why should I forgive them? I'm sorry. I am so sorry that humanity has made you believe that there are no good people. Please try to believe that there are good people. 
You really just need to look in all the right areas. The universe, God, higher power, they'll send you people in your direction who are there to help you, guide you, learn from them. Everyone, every situation, once you start looking at your life as this story, this journey that basically made you up to your person today, you start looking at your past experiences of negativity and you start realizing, yeah, that was a shit experience, but there's something to learn from that. I was treated horribly by this person that I thought was my friend. Well, next time, now you know what to look for. Sometimes there's red flags and we just choose to ignore them. And oftentimes we don't want to be honest enough with ourselves to even admit that we even saw the red flags. But please forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for the mistakes that you made in choosing that person. Just because you were a good person and they used you, that doesn't mean that your kindness was taken advantage of and now you can't spread that to anyone else. How sad is that? One person people. I mean, billions and, you know, whatever amount, just a bunch of people out of all these people on this earth. Okay. You want to let one person, one person who betrayed your trust, one person who fucked you over or two or three, it still doesn't matter. 10 people of the, how many people on this earth? And you want to let those 10 people tell you how you should treat the next people that come in your life? Please, please re-examine that thought. Please re-examine that thought and tell me that that isn't right. Please tell me that that's totally messed up. I used to think and feel that way. I used to be that way. And I constantly felt this tugging, this sadness at my soul because I knew that person was not who I was. That person was not who I wanted to be. And here we come to our last point. Self-awareness and mindfulness allows for us to change how we act, how we handle, how we even accept things. Sometimes mindfulness and self-awareness bring about this right to to something, that the right to have good friends, the right to be surrounded by people that treat you like, like you're valuable. You deserve friends who look at you and who honor you and who want to talk to you. If you look in your friend circle and you find that you can't find happiness with the friends that you're with, maybe you should re-examine your friend circle. Just like everything else, life evolves, friends evolve, people evolve. Sometimes we change and come back to exactly who we were and we find that the people that we were surrounded with, with who we once were, they start to come back. They start to, they start to trickle back into your life. So the big takeaway from today's episode I want to be is just that. Your journey can start with something as simple as going to a mindfulness and self-awareness class. 
It could also be as simple as listening to a song in the car and it makes you think about something that you remember 10 years ago and then all of a sudden you're starting this journey of self-discovery. That's really what the spiritual journey is. It's a journey of extra self-discovery. It's a journey of allowing ourselves to look at the world all of its divine beauty and to say I'm here I have a purpose I'm important I have been through a lot I have been through trials and tribulations but I'm still here and that is fucking beautiful and thank you for still being here Thank you for listening to today's episode, and I cannot wait for you to join me again for our next one. I know this was pretty much just an episode talking about me and and whatnot, and I don't really like talking about me too much, which is why it's good that some of you don't even know who I am. So that way I can freely talk about me and not be embarrassed. But... Please, just trust yourselves. And give yourself some fucking grace, please. (laughs) Thank you. I wish you peace and clarity upon your journey within. Until next time.